بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليبا كثيرا كثيرا فما بعده my brothers and sisters we are looking at the lives of the different Sahaba and we are looking at the Qalafai Rashidin and we remembered Sayyidina Umar ibn Khattab and Sayyidina Abu Bakr al-Siddiq now some quick remembrances about the third of the Rashidun Khulafa, Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu. There are many fadail of Sayyidina Uthman radiallahu anhu, uh, among which is his title of the Nurain, the person who was the uh, husband of two of the daughters of Rasulullah Ruqayya and Umm Kulthum and Rasulullah was so pleased with him he said if I, have, if I had 40 daughters I would have married them to Uthman one after the other. Sayyidina so Uthman is known his Khilafah was for 12 years which is the longest among the Rashidun Khilafah and uh, he was known one of the big reasons was that the uh, Muslim Empire or the Khilafa Rashida was attained its maximum size in the time of Sayyidina Osman ibn Nafan Among the highlights of that was also the fact that Muhammad bin Qasim came to Sindh during the time of Sayyidina Osman ibn Nafan And uh, also parts of Spain were conquered uh, Sayyidina Uthman was the, was the person who allowed and created uh, through Muawiya ibn Abi Sufyan the first navy of the Muslim kingdom. Muawiya ibn Abi Sufyan was appointed the governor of Syria by Umar ibn al-Khattab and at that time, he asked permission to uh, construct a navy, to, to build ships and to make a navy. Sayyidina uh, Umar ibn al-Khattab did not allow him to do it. He did not permit him. So when Sayyidina Osman came to power, then he asked for this and it was given. And Alhamdulillah, it became the dominant force in the Mediterranean. It uh, defeated the Roman navy, which was the dominant force at that time. And for a long time, the Muslims remained the dominant force, uh, naval force in the uh, in the Mediterranean. Sayyidina Osman radiallahu many, he is known, uh, I think one of the biggest reasons he is known is for his generosity and simultaneously with living a very simple personal life. This was the key. It was not that he lived lavishly, although he had uh, the means to do that. But uh, he did not do that. One of the uh, one of my favorite stories is a man came to Nabi Sallam and he said, Ya Rasulullah, I have nothing. I am destitute. Please give me some charity. So Rasulullah Sallam at that time, he, was, he did not have anything. So he said, go to Osman Radhelan and tell him I sent you. So this man went and uh, as he neared the house of Osman Ibn Afan Radhelan, it was getting dark. So he... As he was about to knock on the door, he heard 
Uthman bin Affan radiallahu saying to his wife, uh, he said, turn down the wick of the lamp. It is using up too much of oil. So this man thought, now, <laughs> who did, who did Rasulullah send me to? This man here is worried about the amount of oil in the lamp. What will he give me? So what is the point in knocking on the door? There is no point in asking him anything. So he turned around to go back. He walked a couple of steps, then he thought to himself, well, Rasulullah sent me, so maybe there is, you know, there is Barakah in this, let me go and knock on the door. So he knocked on the door. Sayyidina Osman Radhiallahu Anhu opened the door and the man said, Rasulullah has sent me. Uh, and so on. So Sayyidina Osman said, told him to wait. He went inside, got a bunch of keys. He walked across, he opened his warehouse and he said to the man, keep the keys, take whatever you like. And when you finish, lock it and bring the keys back. So this man was, and then he turned around, Sayyidina Osman was going away. This man stopped him. He was completely surprised. He stopped him. He said to him, Yes, Sayyidi, what? I have a question. What is this thing happening here? Sayyidina Osman said, What? He said, I came to your house a few minutes before I knocked on the door and I heard you saying to your wife, Turn down the wick of the lamp because it is burning too much oil. Now I come and ask you for charity. You open the whole warehouse and you tell me, Take anything you want. I can empty the whole warehouse. He said, Yeah, if you want, take it. So he said, I can take anything I want. How do I understand these two things? On the one hand, you seem to be so stingy. On the other hand, you are generous like I have never seen anything in my life. Sayyidina Osman said, what is so difficult to understand? He said, the lamp is for me. I have to give hazab to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for it. I will have to account for this. This I am spending on myself. He said, what I am giving you is charity. Allah will give give me reward. So the more you take, the better, better for me. Hmm? Seriously, we have to think about these things because when we use things for ourselves, you know, we uh, just use them. There is no... Our life is the opposite. When we use things for ourselves, we want the best. We want, you know, we are never satisfied. But if at that time somebody says, what about so-and-so? You say, why does he need it? Huh? I've heard this so many times. <laughs> Ask about somebody, why does he need it? Why do you need it? Huh? Very seriously, we have to we have to think about these things because this is these are not simply stories for entertainment. These stories have value. These stories we have to internalize and see how do I compare because these are the people. This this star, this generation of Rasulullah is the gold standard against which every the whole of the you know nations will be measured. Final story of Sayyidina Osman bin Affan which is alive to this day. There was one part of Madina which had no water except one well. There was one well there which belonged to a Jewish guy and he used to charge money for people to take water. So that was a big problem for the people. I mean, they, you know, you got to pay money for every bucket of water you draw from the well. So Sayyidina Osman Radhiallahu went to him and he said, uh, sell this thing to me. I, I want to buy the well. That guy refused. So Sayyidina Osman said to him, okay, let's do business. The business is, sell me half the well. He said, what is that? He said, half the well means one day 
the well belongs to me, the one day belongs to you. I'll pay you for half the well. He said, okay, he, he thought it's a good idea. Sayyid al-Rasman is known to be a good businessman. So he thought maybe this is some, you know, new business deal to let me do. So he, he took he took a good amount of money for it, but he took it. Sayyid al-Rasman, on his day, he told the people, take as much water as you want. So instead of taking water for one day, they would take water for two days in that one day. And then the day which which was the other guy's day, nobody would go to the well. So, <laughs> so his income dried up. He had no income. So Sayyidina Osman then finally, now the man got desperate. He said, now what to do? Sayyidina Osman said, okay, tell me the whole thing. So he paid him another 20,000 dirham and he uh, bought the whole well. Now the interesting story is, this well continued. And Sayyidina Osman passed away, but he, he had made it wakaf. So, when he passed away, it was not part of his inheritance. So, it did not go to anybody. It was public uh, property. The Khilafah Banu Umayyah finished. Then the Khilafah Abbasiyah came. That, that finished and so on. This well continued to be a public wakaf in the name of Osman ibn Affan through the centuries. Now, meanwhile, also what happened was that because there was water there and maybe somebody threw some dead seeds or whatnot, some dead palm started growing. And it became quite a big dead garden by itself. So now you had a whole bunch of dead trees. So those would be harvested and they also would be sold and the money would, give, would be given to the poor people. Finally, when the Saudi government came, they made that into an estate, a dead palm garden with a well. Again, Wakaf, they opened an account. There is an account in the bank in the name of Osman ibn Affan Radhelano to this day. And the deal is that 50% of the income from this well and this thing will be given in charity and the other 50% would be reinvested. So in the reinvestment, they also recently bought some land around Masjid Anabiwa Sharif and they built some hotels there for people to come and stay uh, for Umrah and so on and so forth for Ziyara. And that money also goes half and half. As far as I know, currently that amounts to 50 million real per month, which is given in charity. And this charity this now is continuing for 1400 years. Uh, see the see the barakah of this, the barakah of doing something for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One well, Sayyidina Osman radiallahu bought, till today the charity continues and it will continue until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keeps it. And that's the benefit of doing something good with the with ikhlas and niyyah. For the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us to learn from the stories and the lives of the Salaf Salihin and to try to emulate them and to bring at least some part of it into our lives so that our lives also get filled with this barakah of these beautiful people of whom we, alhamdulillah, we are part of them because we are from the same deen. And we also are people who are the people of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.